0: listening to the channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel, where we help you to see your real and practical Christians from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today, we're going to be continuing our study on the book of Romans. It's our verse-by-verse explanation of God's Word. And so, we stopped at verse 18. Today, we're going to be hitting verse 19 and down. So, 19 says... Now, we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may be declared guilty before God. Now, before we even um, go there, let's go back to verse um, 9. It says, um, What then are we better than they? Not at all, for we have previously charged both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. Okay, so um, here here he makes a point that everybody is under sin that god's righteousness his standard has been revealed but everybody is under sin why because nobody can keep the standard remember the requirement is that it's either you keep everything or you keep nothing if you keep everything you are righteous if you break just one you're not righteous and we used the idea of your country you can't say because of how much of a good citizen you are keeping all the laws and regulations. If you break just one, you will be prosecuted for it. You will be penalized for it. Same thing with God. Alright? So, we now get down to verse 19, that we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law. Remember we said that there are those who will be judged by the law because they are given the law. And then there are those who are going to be judged by their conscience because... They are without the law, but that law or the laws of Moses are enshrined in the hearts of men via their conscience. And it's pushed to them through their thoughts. Their thoughts are either excusing them when they do good or condemning them when they do evil. Alright, so it says to those who are the law that, now look at the point of the law. Okay, for people who think that the law is given to them to actually keep like or I won't say keep, but like a source of righteousness that God gave them the law or us the law so that we can be ticking off and saying, okay, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I'm, I'm now fine. Look at what it says. It says to those who are under the law that every mouth may be, what, stopped and all the world may be declared, what, guilty before God. So, I mean, why does he say that? It says, every mouth may be stopped. And all the world be declared guilty before God. So I thought the law was given to make you feel good that you are doing something. No, it was given to actually declare you guilty. In other words, it's a document. Of course, as we said before, before Moses, the law had been enshrined in the hearts of men. Man's conscience had known that this is right, this is wrong. It's a universal fact. But then the law came as a document to say officially that this is what God thinks. So this is my standard, and based on this standard all of you are under sin and that means that all of you are subject to judgment are you seeing that that every man will be stopped and all the world becomes guilty before god in other words the law came to bring you to the end of yourself it came to bring you to a point where you realize you are not righteous because many people what they do to feel righteous if you go out there and ask the average person do you think you're a sinner they will say no why They'll say, "Well, I fast, I pray, I do good, um, or I help people. I'm very. I think I'm very helpful. I'm very useful. I'm very this. I'm very, very that. You know, there'll, there'll be many different reasons why they think that they are okay. But that standard, you know, they are usually comparing themselves to other people. That is, I feel better about myself because I think that my neighbor is cheating on his wife and I'm faithful to my wife. So I think I'm better than my neighbor. So God, when I get to heaven or something, uh, God should let me in because, you see, I I, I wasn't like my neighbor. But you see, based on what we've been studying from Romans 1, Romans 2, and now Romans 3, you realize that there is a standard that we are all judged by, and none is without excuse. So your standard, you know, is not other people. Your standard is God's moral law. Your standard is God's own righteousness, God's perfection. That is <laughs> the standard. And if you don't meet it, you are a criminal, you are a fugitive. So the law came to bring you to the end of yourself, to help you to realize how, just how sinful you are. Because it says here, um, to make you guilty before God, declares you guilty. And it says, therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. That is, by you trying to keep the law, it's not possible. You can't keep it, so you cannot be justified. You can't be declared righteous. You understand? You can't be, you can't, you can't meet his qualification. You can't meet his standard. It says, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Very powerful. For by the law is what? The knowledge of sin. What does that mean? It means that the law actually brings sin before me consistently. The law reminds me of my sin consistently. Right, it brings the knowledge of the sin in the literal sense first of all, which is by this I know. Okay, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. But as I said, it was already in your heart. This is just a document declaring you guilty before God. But it also brings that knowledge to you consistently because you keep on seeing how you can't keep it. You try this, and I mean, if we all want to go there, in case you are watching and you are saying or listening on the podcast, I are saying, no, I don't, I don't get what this guy is saying. Just think about it. Did you lie yesterday? Did you steal? How about this week, right? If you think you you, you kept everything properly, did you lost? Okay, did you um, deceive somebody? Did you, you know, there are too many things. You see that you are, still, if, if this was still the way God was actually judging us, actually still the way God is judging, we are going to see that God just created a way out. You can't stand this thing. You can't. And so it's just crazy when you see, as with the Jews, how they were, letting this law puff them up they became hypocritical right the the pharisees used to act they they used to pretend like they were the ones obeying the law the most they would so do this outward show and appearance to everybody that they were so good you know and that's why when jesus came he was very very um irritated with those guys he said it's those who think that they need a physician that i came for those who think that they have a problem I came for. Not you guys who are self-righteous. Because self-righteousness is some of the worst. It's some worst kind of deception. Because like, <laughs> who is going to help you? Right? If it is to declare you guilty before God. If it's to make you come to the end of yourself. If that's the purpose of the law. But you refuse to come to the end of yourself. Then you miss the point. There will be no help for you. I see that. Now, it now says in verse 21. Verse 21. But now, so after the law has done its work, right? After the law has brought you to your knees to see how much of a sinner you are, how much of a terrible person you are, how much of a fugitive you are, how much of a criminal you are, how much of a depraved human being you are that cannot help himself because there is a, there is a law within your members, as we'll see it in, I think, Romans 6 and 7. There is a law within your members that is actually pushing you to sin pushing you to to stay away from God, to run away from God, to to go your own way. Just like in Genesis, you see what happened? After sin, they became ashamed. They, They began to run from God. There is that thing in man. So we now see verse 21, the good news now comes. It says, but now you haven't come into the end of yourself. It says, but now the righteousness of God apart from the law is what revealed. And that's so refreshing. That is, that law that is given, right, that cannot make you righteous. Rather, it brings out your sinfulness and reminds you of your sin. It says there is righteousness apart from the law that is revealed by God. It says being witnessed by the law and the prophets. So you see something that, um, that same law that con- that in a sense condemns. You're going to see later that Paul actually says the law is good and the law is righteous. There's nothing wrong with the law. But it says that that law, it witnesses, you know, the law and the prophets witness. I always said, Law, um, Luke 24 25 says, "All fools and slow of heart, and, uh, to believe all that the prophets have spoken, or not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory. And begin that Moses and all the prophets, you know, he explained to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. What's he saying there? He's explaining the fact that. In the law, I always say the law. By the way, I'm looking at the books Moses wrote. Moses actually called the law in some other texts of scripture. You are seeing that that law, you know, or that man Moses, he wrote Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the first five books of the Bible, the pillars of scriptures. Every other book in the Bible is developed from those ones. Every other book in the Bible quotes these other books, with Genesis being the real core. But now, he's saying that that law, or the law, the books that Moses wrote, right, which also contain the law, laws of Moses, he says what? Plus the prophets, that is the other books that follow. He says they actually witness, right, they witness this righteousness. In other words, you can find contained in the books Moses wrote, and in the books that followed, in the Old Testament, the righteousness of God or what, how God was going to vindicate man, how God was going to rescue man from his depravity because we've already seen that man cannot help himself. So we now see that God set a plan in motion, you know, which is the coming of Jesus Christ to come and pay for man's sins. And so by that, you know, we are now justified. That is... We don't have to. We we tried our best to keep the law. We cannot. It's clear that we need a savior. And so God now makes provision for us to be saved apart from the observance of the law. He makes provision for us to actually be declared righteous and just in his sight without actually having to go through the rigors of observing every single law. Verse 22, it says, Even the righteousness of God right so look at this is god's righteousness in other words the only way to fulfill god's righteousness right <laughs> is not by trying to do it it is by god giving that righteousness to you as a gift it is by god himself fulfilling the standard and giving that to you as a gift are you seeing that even the righteousness of god through through faith in jesus christ so you are seeing it is not by your works It is not by the Lord. It is not by you or performance that God is going to grid, you know. But it says that righteousness of God, God's own righteousness, God's own righteous standard. That is, you know, he's the only one that can keep it, right? But he now says he has given that righteousness to you through what? Faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. Are you seeing to all and on all who believe? So it becomes a free gift. And that's what God has done for you and what He has done for me. And that's amazing. So you don't have to, right, to be accepted by God based on your performance. No, God accepts you on the basis of belief in what He did through His Son, Jesus Christ. And that is the good news. All right. So, guys, that is it for today. When we come back, we're going to continue from verse 23. And there's so much more to unpack. All right. So, guys, hope you enjoyed this. I hope you learned something, right? We are justified, not by our works, but by what Christ did for us on the cross, okay? So why don't you share this with someone else and help them to also understand this very simple concept of the grace of God, all right? You'll be helping them so much. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, and bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram at pst.essien pst.essi.e.n. Also, if you've been blessed and you'd love to support what we do here at Mog Podcast, then you can give to zero one zero six two zero seven six eight five. I'll say that again: zero one zero six two zero seven six eight five. GT Bank. God bless you.